sometimes the collective voice that comes from a place of positive intent is an easier one uh, to make change than individual voices bouncing around all over the place. Welcome to School PR Drive Time, the NCSPRA podcast about driving the narrative forward for public education through the work of school PR professionals. My name is Kevin Smith. I'm a member of the NCSPRA board and the media team. And with me today is guest host Jennifer Johnson, our public information officer, colleague from Pitt County Schools. Jennifer, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is great. We are so excited to have your friend and community partner, Kyleen Dibble from Parents for Public Schools in Pitt County to join us today. What have you learned during this incredible year that makes this conversation so important today? Well, I'm so excited to be here today to really introduce you to Parents for Public Schools of Pitt County. And what we have learned from them is really that the parent voice is powerful and the parent voice is certainly something that we want to hear from. During the pandemic, that relationship that had already begun that way as a bridge between to and from uh, parents really was was just huge. We were able to have an established following for parents for public schools of Pitt County, an established following just for uh, Pitt County schools and marry those two together and work together because we can't do this ourselves. So we had, we were really forced to um, redefine and, and really work together to make things work well. And that's exactly what happened with our parents for public schools chapter. It's unusual to find such a strong partner who's not under the tent with us, part of the public school system. And this is a conversation we think that you all are really going to appreciate. Jennifer, thanks for bringing Kylene to our attention. We can't wait to hear more from this conversation. Let's go ahead and start the show. Welcome to School PR Drive Time, the podcast of NCSPR, the North Carolina School PR Association. Today, I have with me two exceptional representatives of our field from different seats around the table. Jennifer Johnson is a member of our board at NCSPRA, and she has been in her position since 2018 after working as a teacher and assistant principal. She works in communications for Pitt County Schools and has been doing a great job and joined our board. Jennifer, thanks for joining today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And with her is a guest that Jennifer has brought to us. Kyleen Dibble is the Executive Director for Parents for Public Schools of Pitt County, PPSPC. Parents for Public Schools is a national organization with 12 chapters in nine states. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the contours of what Parents for Public Schools in Pitt County has done, not only for the national organization, but on the local level. Kyleen, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to join you. Kyleen and Jennifer, the working relationship between parents and our schools is crucial. It's the thing that demonstrates the quality of a school system and is probably the single thing that drives parents into a public school system. Kyleen, how long have you been doing this role? And I love the story of how you even came to be in the position in the first place. Yeah, so uh, I've actually been here for five years. Um, I moved to Pitt County on Halloween day, um, almost six years ago with a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Um, my five-year-old had started kindergarten in another county, and then uh, we moved here and she started kindergarten again. So we got that kindergarten experience twice. <laughs> um, I have a master's in social work. So I had been working about 60 hours a week at a shelter for uh, families experiencing homelessness and wasn't sure what I wanted to do when I came to Pitt County. Um, but Parents for Public Schools literally landed in my lap. Um, and, you know, when I went to the interview, I really talked a lot about 
what is this organization about? Is it adversarial um, or is it about relationship building? And the answer I got was that the four is the most important part of our name. We're here for public schools. And uh, I love that, that um, although we may not always agree with every decision the schools make, when hard things come up or hard discussions are on the table, they're so much easier to navigate if we have a positive relationship. Um, so it's really important for us to help parents build positive relationships and for us as an organization to have a positive relationship with our public school system. Jennifer Johnson, you as the public information officer, you're about making sure that our public schools are for parents and students, right? And um, I want to make a quick shout out that the website for the organization that we're talking about is parents and the number four, parentsforpublicschools.org. I mentioned there are 12 chapters in nine states. You're lucky enough to have a really formative and influential chapter there in, in Pitt County Schools. How did you come to understand the relationship that your school system and this organization have in the work that you do? Well, I am so excited, first of all, just to be here and to talk about Parents for Public Schools, but I actually inherited this program and this relationship, and that is very true. What Kylene is saying is that the relationship is the biggest part. And we really do feel like that Parents for Public Schools of Pitt County truly is for our public schools. And we truly feel like a partner with them. And so I just came to understand what a gold mine we really do have to have one of the um, only chapters around, the only full chapter in North Carolina. And what they do is phenomenal for us. They really do provide resources. Um, they provide solid data they provide services, and literally, and, and especially now during the pandemic, they have just simply provided hands and feet and, and just stepping back even from their role um, as an advocate for uh, parents and with our public schools, but really just said, hey, how can we help you? And so because that relationship was already there, uh, it was a very natural, let's work together to, to find even a new way uh, to advocate uh, for our schools, but also ha have a parent's voice heard. That partnership has to be so critical. You Folks who listen to this program will hear us refer to the tagline that we are trying to drive the narrative forward in support of public schools through the work of our school PR professionals. And that means that a lot rests on your desk. A lot of very important communication work goes across the desk of a PIO. But to know that you have someone working alongside who is just as interested as you are in getting the news out in support of public education can be a huge, huge support. And the fact that we're launching this show during the pandemic, it's really sharpened uh, our need and our reliance on, on great partners. Kylene, tell me about the three big areas that you all put your focus on during the course of a typical school year. Where would we find Parents for Public Schools of Pitt County uh, at work? So we, as you said, we have three main programs. Uh, one is our community conversations program. So we talk with any group in Pitt County that will have us. Um, and we ask a specific <laughs> set of questions at every community conversation that generally cover what's going well with Pitt County schools and what could be improved with Pitt County schools. Um, and sometimes that's parents and sometimes that's 80 year old retired men who volunteer in the school. <laughs> um, and you know, it's all about um, experiences and perceptions. And I often tell people at those conversations, we are a bus, you're putting your voice in the bus and we are driving it to your key decision makers. Um, so at the end mm. of the year, we pull together themes from those conversations and share those with um, our superintendent, our board of education, our key leaders here in the schools. 
and make recommendations for changes and talk about how we could help with those changes. And then we also have a school tour program. So in the fall, we bring community leaders, HR professionals, elected officials, realtors into the schools, um, really anyone who might uh, either have the ability to influence our schools, um, such as elected officials, or who might meet people moving to the area who might say, hey, tell me about your public schools. And I want that HR professional to be able to say, oh, I was just in one last week. Here's what I saw. Um, and then in the sure. spring, we do a tour of all 38 schools uh, within a three-week period of time. And parents sign up for those tours and have anywhere from five to 20 families at a time going through the schools. And then we have a parent engagement program, which uh, is an every other year program. So one year, it's a cohort of parents and community members who spend one full day a month learning everything they can about public education um, so they can become a well-equipped advocate. On the opposite year, we do workshops throughout the county that are about an hour in the evenings and help recruit those more intense participants for the following year. I am shaking my head at the incredibly rich fund of resources because there's so many tangible things that came out of the, the, I like to think of it as tent poles. These are three really big supports that can hold a huge tent up and lots of things can happen under that tent. Jennifer, though, for the benefit of people who are listening at home or on their drive to and from work, you, you get an annual report from these community conversations. This is like a thick volume, spiral bound what, what kinds of things come from that report? How does that demonstrate its value to your school system and leadership? Right. So I was just sharing uh, with you this, this report, and it's amazing. And I have my name across the top of it, so no one can take it from me. So Personal copy. Don't it touch. Is, do not touch it. <laughs> uh, because the value of it is just phenomenal. Um, so every year we get a bound copy of reports um, directly from Parents for Public Schools. And just to show you what a professional um, operation they are, they actually make sure that they record uh, the data for us of their participants in these community conversations. Uh, for example, mm -hmm. by age, uh, by ethnicity, uh, by race, by gender. And so we um, get the data on those questions. And I love the questions that Kyleen um, talked about as well, because it really is a belief of Pitt County Schools that we want to be authentic with our um, with our parents and our community members as we're communicating. And I think asking the hard questions, hey, what's going well and what's not going well? We do not want to hide from those things at all. We want to know them and we want to change them. So the fact that we get this thick um, bound uh, community conversations report that uh, really comes from many conversations throughout many different areas in our system. They're very good about going to different organizations and targeting uh, many different types of people. And then they bring those questions and answers back to us and then break it down for us. So I literally have every response to every question specifically, but it's also broken down with data, but it also is broken down just thematically with a general report. These were the things that we heard over and over again. That is just a piece I could not, I could not live without. And I think it's something that if we as a system ignored, we would be doing our public and our parents uh, a disservice. We cling to it. Kyleen, you've had to help facilitate and moderate these conversations. Um, it sounds like the kind of thing that you and your, you know, a dozen paid staff would do a really, really good job with, um, but you don't have a dozen paid staff. <laughs> this is not, not something, right? You're, you're one of 12 chapters in nine states. So th there are chapters all around the country. And, and there are some hallmark 
chapters. I think you, you mentioned as we were getting ready for today, San Francisco is one that's noteworthy. Uh, the organization came into existence 25 years ago. You're the only chapter here in North Carolina. And tell me quickly, what's the staffing level? How many people help you make this work for Pitt County Schools? So uh, I am the executive director and I'm the um, loan paid staff person on the payroll. I do have a contract <sighs> person who helps me coordinate the uh, PEP program. And then I have a MSW intern for 24 hours per week uh, for a year and a 10 hour a week communications intern, um, both, from, both from East Carolina University. Um, and I, I truly tell them all the time, they are not just interns. I could not do this work without them. Um, they are integral to what we do. Right. And so you, so you do this community conversation on an annual basis. You interface with the leadership in Pitt County Schools. You bring in how, how many parents would typically be involved in a, in a good year from among your population there in Pitt County? We generally talk to about 350 parents a year. Um, I think it was a little lower last year because we stopped uh, in February. <laughs> you, you can't see if you're just listening to the podcast, you can't see me. I have to pick myself up off the floor. 350 parents. And, and Jennifer Johnson, how many students are in your district? We have about 23,000 students in our district. Okay. So I realize we're talking about one to 2% of the school system represented through your parents, but what a huge, I'll refer back to uh, shameless self-promotion for our podcast. When we spoke with Dr. Bev Emery and Jessica Swensky, one of the first things that Dr. Emery said she would do, one of the first things she would do would be to pick up the phone and randomly call like every 10th family going down her list and get uh, feedback from people who are boots on the ground. They've got their kids in schools every day. They know the issues that are important to them. Colleen, from talking with two to 300, 350 parents uh, to get ready for the next school year, what are some of the things that have risen to the top for you? What do you know best about the parents of Pitt County and what they wanna see from their school system? It's interesting. The first year this conversation was done, one thing that rose to the top as an area for concern was communication, that parents didn't feel like they had enough communication. Um, and that comes up uh, almost always. It is the first or second answer now of what's going well. So parents talk about, I get a phone call, I get an email, I get a text. <laughs> it's on the social media. So there's a lot of praise for communication. Um which I think speaks volumes to the fact that that was a concern six years ago that we presented and that a change was made. Um, so communication is something we hear about a lot. Safety is something we hear about a lot. Two years ago, uh, our school board asked us to pull every comment that was made about safety from the year. So I went through every conversation and made one report that was just comments about safety. Let me pause there for a second. How many times a year do you facilitate such a meeting to make that much input digestible to the school system. How long does this take? Um, so we usually uh, start conversations in May and end them in April. So a year of conversations is really <laughs> May to April. <laughs> and so you pulled comments about safety. That's, yeah. I wanna get back to that. So, um, so our school board knows and our, our school leaders, they all know that if there's a specific topic, they can come to me and I can skim through all of the conversations and find the comments related to that specific topic. Um, one year it was school uniforms. So we got every comment we could about school uniforms. Um, and, and those have led to, you know, either affirmations of changes that were already happening or maybe steered folks a different direction based on what parents were saying. Um, and I always tell parents, you know, they may not make a decision based on what they're hearing right now, but it's important that they hear it. And that's what, that's what really matters to parents is 
okay, so maybe they make a decision that's different than what I would hope they would make. But they heard my voice and they listened to me and they took it into consideration. And that's what these conversations really have a chance to do. We are talking with Kyleen Dibble, the Executive Director of Parents for Public Schools in Pitt County, and the Public Information Officer for Pitt County Schools, Jennifer Johnson, who's a member of our NCSPRA board. You're listening to School PR Drive Time. When we come back for the second half of this program, we're going to talk about some of the issues that have arisen up during this very special year and how all of that pre-work building these relationships over the course of years has helped to bring forth some great results in Pitt County Schools. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this. Hello, this is Ken Dirksen, president of NCSPRA, the North Carolina School Public Relations Association. We hope you're enjoying this episode of School PR Drive Time, the NCSPRA podcast about driving the narrative forward in support of public education. This podcast is one of the many member benefits we offer you in your school district when you join NCSPRA. From engaging professional development to the recognition of your talent through the Blue Ribbon Awards program, membership has its benefits. We encourage you to follow us on social media and help spread the word about what it means to be a member of a school public relations association that supports the mission of everyone in North Carolina public schools. Share this program with a friend or colleague today and enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you for staying with us. You're listening to School PR Drive Time. My name is Kevin Smith, and we're talking with two special guests from Pitt County. Jennifer Johnson is a member of our NCSPRA board and is the public information officer for Pitt County Schools. And with her is Kyleen Dibble, a true partner in so many ways. She's the executive director for Parents for Public Schools of Pitt County. And Kyleen, we left off talking about some of the great things your organization has done. You really hit your stride with the pandemic. When, when we realized that the need for communication was about to go through the roof, um, it wasn't left to Jennifer and her team in the central office at PCS. Uh, you had some tools to bring to the table. What are some of the things that happened right away in March of 2020? I had a board meeting on March 16th, 2020. Um, and uh, actually, I'll even go back before that, March 13th, the day before um, the schools in North Carolina shut down. There was the a PR day before, conference. Right. The, <laughs> the day the before. Day before. Yeah. That's just what we call it. <laughs> um, there was a PR conference. And so uh, Jennifer asked me to come to it and Facebook Live it. And uh, unfortunately, I think the city's newsfeed went out. And so people ended up watching ours to get that, <laughs> that, uh, that conference. Um, hey, so we started be prepared. There. Be yeah. prepared. <laughs> Technology. We started there. And then on the 16th, you know, we started thinking about, okay, parents for public schools programs are going to change right now. What do we do? And so we said, let's reach out and just say, would you like us to be the community liaison as the community starts to want to help and you start to have needs? Let us match those needs. So we did everything from asking restaurants to donate to go boxes that the cafeterias could deliver their meals in, um, to writing a grant to a company to uh, collect support household supply items for the social workers to deliver, um, to, to doing Friday Facebook Lives and just talking with the chair of the Board of Ed or the director of student services or Jennifer, the PIO, um, and just making sure that people uh, were still connected to their schools as we, for the first time ever, were so disconnected from our schools. We have to remind our listeners that, as we talked about in the first half of the show, Kyleen is the one full-time staffer 
has a couple interns. And so this is really about attracting uh, willing participants, finding people whose resources you can build on, but also building capacity. Just the, the fact that you have all these parents willing to provide some of their strength and resources as well. Let's talk about that aspect of the organization. You and the Parents for Public Schools in Pitt County chapter, you have done some things that help to seed uh, similar programs elsewhere. And you've also done your part to help reinforce the national organization. What are, how would you assess the relationship that you have from your chapter with the work that other people are doing? Yeah, so uh, we've been really excited that a couple of um, groups in both Rockingham County and Alamance County have started the parent engagement program, which we call PEP. Um, so they've been doing that for a few years now, uh, helping other parents in their area become equipped advocates for public education. Our chapter founder is now the uh, president of our national board. And then we have a couple of other members who have rolled off of our board and are serving on the national board as well. So outside of Pitt County, um, we certainly try to make positive connections um, and we'd love to see Parents for Public Schools grow. I'd love to not be the only executive director in the state. <laughs> it seems like you're just setting all these positive examples. And, and again, building capacity is kind of the hallmark of a great organization. Uh, Jennifer, you have PTAs in your schools. This is not that. You have an educational foundation. This is not that. But even there, there are some great relationships that are built. Talk to me about how you negotiate all these different threads to keep, to keep everybody straight and where Parents for Public Schools kind of fits into the mix. Right. Just um, as a single practitioner here in Pitt County Schools, it is really my job to kind of connect um, the internal communications, external communications, um, things like the Educational Foundation, which helps raise money for our students, um, to the United Way, etc. So all of these things are very uh, intermixed. In fact, our educational foundation does fund some of Parents for Public Schools, as well as the United, United Way, Way. <laughs> as well yeah. as the United Way. Uh, wow. And so we are uh, we are very much interconnected, which I really think is a reflection of our community. Pitt County has found a way to make sure that we are all interconnected and that we really serve each other. And I think, as to your point, during the pandemic, that just blossomed. Uh, we, we already had a relationship with Parents for Public Schools and we were in a groove with these three things, but it was very natural then for us to say, oh my goodness, communication has been cut off for every parent because they're not at school anymore. How can we make sure that we're hearing them, they're hearing us? Very frustrating to move from face-to-face -to, -face to virtual education in literally a day for teachers, for parents, for students. So we knew that we had to communicate and we had to communicate often. But we also knew we had to go to people who already had connections. And so with mm -hmm. Parents for Public Schools, already having hundreds of parents who follow them, uh, many people who've gone through their pet programs, they're very familiar in this community. So it was a very natural thing for us to really say, Kyleen, Dibble, can you please help us? Or we are hearing this from parents. Are you hearing the same thing from parents? And then what do we need to do about that? What? And then that led naturally into literally weekly interviews um, that we were able to conduct with Parents for Public Schools to help get the, the communication out there uh, for so many important things. I went looking for evidence to see how, what kind of an impact the program has. And I found a few things on the website. Parents for Public Schools is mentioned there on the PCS website. There are some great FAQ documents. I found a couple, you all blew me away uh, in the break as we were getting ready for the second half of this show. Um, you've been hosting weekly 
conversations since July. Kylene, did I understand you correctly that you've been using your platform and you have thousands of followers on Facebook. You have a very, about 4,000. Yeah. Lots of people want to hear from you. They trust you. You're a trusted voice within the community and using that platform. Who are some of the people that you've been able to facilitate conversations with so that the community can participate? So we've done question and answer sessions with uh, our assistant superintendent of uh, curriculum and instruction um, to help parents understand what would be expected when students return to school. Um, We have talked with uh, our director of student services um, just about mental health options that are available for students um, during virtual learning. Uh, We've talked with our food and nutrition director to understand what was happening with meals and were there any changes with food that were happening across the county. Um, We've talked with our board of education a couple of times. Uh, Jennifer had pre-K, so we've done a a conversation around pre-K. Exceptional children's. And a a conversation around exceptional children. Mm -hmm. And each time we schedule the conversation and then I ask parents, what are your questions? And I give those questions to the school system uh, a day ahead of time. So they have time to come up with their answers. And then we do the question and answer session, really using questions that came straight from parents. I love how I'm hearing you each mention each other's names, so I don't even have to reintroduce you during this part of the show. The relationship is really, really strong. And Kylene, it's an irony that you had the Board of Education come on because in terms of building capacity, uh, there's a very strong relationship between your parent engagement program in Parents for Public Schools and the membership of the Board of Education. Jennifer, how many board members are there total in Pitt County Schools? There are nine board members. And what's the relationship between your PEP program, Kylene, those alumni, and the makeup of your board? So we currently have uh, six of our nine Board of Education members are um, graduates of our parent engagement program. Uh, One of them is actually a a co-founder. So some board members will go through the parent engagement program and then decide to run for Board of Education because of the inspiration of the program. Others will want to warn for Board of Education and know that going through the parent engagement program will better equip them to do so. This is a stronger relationship than any minor league baseball team has with their (laughs) professional team. That is a huge track record of success that your community expects that people will have a deep and rich understanding of the school system from within before they're going to take a seat on the Board of Education. Two-thirds of your sitting board members have gone through a program where they take a a full year and devote a day a month to learning about what the school system does, how it serves families, how families interface with the school system. What a great hallmark. I've used that word a couple times now, but this just seems that you're doing some things that stand out as being exemplary. We really want to make sure that folks pick up on why this is an example and why we're bringing it up on school PR drive time today. Jennifer, it's great to to want parents to be for public schools. And as I said, every school system has in their mission statement, in their motto somewhere that they are there serving students and parents. The biggest ingredient that I hear, something I'm taking away from this conversation is that parents are being made to feel welcome. Parents are being made to feel welcome into this conversation and that communication from them is something that the school system desires. And Parents for Public Schools seems to be a very important ingredient in that. If you could summarize for our fellow public information officers, people in our seat uh, who who don't have the full benefit of a program running at this level today, what would you say is one of of the first one or two things that you would do 
to make sure that you can have resources like this and make sure that parents are feeling welcome? What have you learned from working with PPSPC that you think our colleagues should be learning? Well, I think one thing that I've learned, and again, you have to remember that I had an existing program here, but what I have learned, I love that, that perspective because I've, I've learned that how strong the parent voice is and how important it is for parents to be heard, but also from the district level, how important it is for us to make sure that we are authentically communicating and that we really want to know what parents are authentically thinking and need for their students. And so it's a very natural relationship that has been just huge. So I think um, the biggest things are to reach out to anyone that is connected to a group of parents. Um, Parents for Public Schools is not our only organization that we work with. They're a huge component, Mm -hmm. but we also work with a Hispanic coalition here. We work with interfaith clergy here. We work with um, our city of Greenville. We work with the county of Pitt. So what what groups are already existing, school PR professionals, that have kind of a a bridge to those parents that you can cross with them? And that, again, as Kyleen is a trusted person to her parents and the parents that that follow uh, the chapter itself, you can use that relationship really to mine the the field of what is happening. We want to know. We, We need to know the information. Um, And that information coming directly from the parents, not what assumptions the district is making, not what we think, not maybe even what some data is showing us. But I think the true parent voice is huge. And that's what we've learned with um, Parents for Public Schools. And then to have a full chapter here. I mean, I just I really would encourage any of our school PR professionals to to really research it and see if there's, uh, even if you just try the parent engagement program, the PEP program, um, and getting a few really good parents that are um, definitely engaged and definitely advocates for your school systems to to connect with Kyleen or connect with the the national chapter and just really say, how can we get this started in um, in our school system? And then to grow from there, to be able to host conversations, to be able to host school tours when we can have them again, Uh, and to get those people from the outside into our school system, because many parents haven't sat in a school uh, desk in 20 years. And and we all know that has changed very much so. So I think just this whole bridge concept is is huge. So Parents for Public Schools is a huge bridge for us straight to our parents. Um, We have many other um, roads and bridges to our parents as well, but, but it just brings so much to the conversation for our district. Kylene, I'm going to go to you for my last question, which is going to be very similar. It's, there are lots of parents who have the experience of trying to speak with uh, authorities, speak with their school system, speak with people in the front office, elected officials at, at any level, and they may not feel like they're part of the conversation. They may not feel like they're welcome to continue in that conversation. If you had some recommendations for families, and again, you've, you've got some secret sauce, there's something is working really, really well to make people keep coming to you and trusting you to speak, uh, to help them speak authentically to the school system. And even if their opinion isn't the one that's chosen that day or that year, they keep coming back. What would you say to parents and families to make sure that they feel welcome and continue feeling like they're invited into this conversation? So I think what I would say first, and maybe it's foremost on my mind right now because we are heading towards November, but stay informed, um, know who your leaders are and understand their roles. So understand the difference in the superintendent and the board of education. 
We held a Board of Education candidate forum last night. We're holding a county commissioner candidate forum tonight. So be wow. informed. Okay. Know who your people are and know that they're people just like you and they're happy to sit down and have coffee with you or do a Zoom with you or they, they want to know who you are. Um, I think the other thing I would say is that sometimes the collective voice that comes from a place of positive intent is an easier one uh, to make change than individual voices bouncing around all over the place, for lack of a better analogy. Um, so I, I do think that's one, that's where Parents for Public Schools began, that there was one person who felt like there were lots of other one persons, <laughs> and they decided to come mm. together as a collective yes. voice, um, and to do so in a positive way. Uh, we even talk in our parent engagement program about when you contact an elected official, we encourage a sandwich style. So start out by thanking them for their time, then talk about your issue, then thank them for considering your issue. Um, so, so there's some key ways that you can communicate um, that make change in uh, a way that some other ways may not make change. <laughs> when you're running a successful business, as you are, Kylene, we're going to call it that, you're doing what you do very well, leaving a, a huge legacy. Um, is there, wh what's the goal that you have yet to achieve with Parents for Public Schools in Pitt County? Honestly, you know, people think about Pitt County being um, sort of this small little county in North Carolina, at least I did before I moved here. Um, and it's not, it's huge. Um, so while we have engaged a lot of parents, I know that there are parents we have not yet connected with, um, particularly in the very rural outskirts who may not be able to do a Zoom community conversation with me right now, or it may not have even been able to drive to their school for a workshop. So I know there are parents we are missing. Um, and that's really where I'd like to take our focus next. We could have talked about broadband for the whole half hour of today's show. But instead, what I really like is that you're talking about how you can use your car use your telephone, use Facebook, use the, you know, maybe a Zoom call is going to catch one of these people eventually, but it seems that you have amassed a small army with a very small leadership. Before we go today, uh, people have learned a lot about your organization and how you support public schools in Pitt County. How can people find you and learn more? What's the best way to get in touch with you and find this great work? Uh, so, of course, feel free to email me, uh, kdibble at pspittcounty.org. You can visit our website, www.ppspittcounty.org. Um, I'd be happy to talk with someone around starting a chapter and connect them with our national office to, to really get that ball rolling. Um, and also just to talk through our specific programs. You know, it'd be great to have other folks start one of our programs or an entire chapter. Um, we're talking with Kylene Dibble, who is the Executive Director of Parents for Public Schools. And that's located in Pitt County, where she collaborates Frequently, we just learned today how frequently, and my mind is still blown, with Jennifer Johnson, who's the public information officer for Pitt County Schools. I really want to thank you, Kylene and Jennifer, for making this time because without it, I don't, I don't think I would understand the full potential for what parent groups and someone sitting in our chair as a school PR professional can really do to elevate partnerships uh, and make sure that authentic voices are being heard on both sides. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you. This is wonderful.
Well, Jennifer, that was an amazing conversation with Kylene. I know that people are going to be excited about this. What's the biggest takeaway for you? What's something that you think a school paraprofessional has got to remember as they take this information and go forward in 2020? First of all, I'm just so excited that you got to hear what a gold mine that Parents for Public Schools really is in Pitt County and can be anywhere because parents and and school professionals really need the same things. And so I do encourage our professionals to reach out, reach out to us as well, just to ask uh, more questions about how the benefit of parents from public schools. But I think the biggest takeaway that I um, have received from Kyleen is really that they are a program that is on the offensive and not the defensive, that they are really going after out there to find what the parent voice is to find out what their frustrations are, to really help um, bridge the gap between parents and the school system um, so that we can understand them, they can understand us and, and marry the two together because really it's about success in your system. Um, and if there's anything that you can do to, to positively bring those two things together, then I think that helps to combat some of the negative because of that, that word that she used, the four public schools that we truly feel like that is the relationship. And, and we couldn't thank them enough for what they've been able to do to partner with us. I have never yet met a parent in our public schools or in the community who doesn't want to be better heard and understood. And the, this community conversation piece and that report that you held up during our conversation today is something I know I'll be referring back to again and again to help guide conversations and see where I can be most beneficial and allow parents to really be their best when they come forward to talk with our public schools, with elected officials, and to represent on behalf of their family and their community. Jennifer Johnson, thanks again for making this time to be with us and bringing Kylene to our NCSPR podcast. Until next time, I hope it's going well for you out there. I'm looking forward to, to checking in on one of those Facebook calls and, and seeing how it works in real time. Thank you for having us. Please check out uh, Parents for Public Schools of Pitt County.